Good morning. Uh, it's a great privilege to be here, and thank you very much, Takasan, for for inviting us. Um, I'm going to talk to you this morning um, about uh, university industry collaboration within Ireland, which is a country uh, where I'm based at the moment. Um, I'm very fortunate to be here representing um, on the ATTP Council and Board, um, a UK and an Ireland organisation called Praxis Unico. That's a membership organisation. It has a very broad base and it serves the technology transfer community. Um, and we do that through advocacy, uh, through reports, training and, and conferences. Um, I'm going to talk just a little bit about some of the, the, the policy interventions that have been put in place within um, Ireland, uh, a small country um, with a relatively recent research base um, and a relatively recent uh, technology transfer profession. It's been in existence in its uh, larger form for about the last eight years although there has been technology transfer activity happening prior to that. And I'm just going to talk to you about some of the, the drivers um, for investment by the government in technology transfer, and I'm going to talk to you about some of the mechanisms that have been put in place. So the first thing I'm going to do is, is change the language from technology transfer to knowledge transfer. The, the research and the expertise, the wise people within universities are so beneficial to industry. And also industry and the people within that are enormous benefit to researchers. The ways in which they can connect are through licensing of intellectual property, through the creation of new ventures such as spin-out companies, through research collaboration, and through consultancy advice and practical support. All of these ways are broader than perhaps the traditional terminology technology transfer, and so we call that knowledge transfer. And why do we do it? Jane talked about economic development, and in Ireland we are very clear uh, from a government level that we invest in research to see the impact of that research and a very important and significant way of seeing that return on investment is through engagement with companies. Companies can commercialise the research and the outputs of research from our universities. Companies will make sales. Sales will generate revenue. That can be reinvested in companies Companies will grow and companies will create jobs and job creation is hugely important to us. And of course as companies generate revenue, that can return to our research base through more collaboration, through the purchasing of licenses, through the purchasing of consultancy services. And through that process of commercialization, very importantly, there's a relationship developed with the research base. Um, there's a sharing of knowledge and expertise from, from industry, not just of money. So I, I promised to tell you a little bit about policy intervention. In Ireland, we created about a year and a half ago a new office, which is part of a government agency called Knowledge Transfer Ireland, or KTI. 
Um, I, I run that organisation and I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. Uh, it's, it's, it's a single centralised function that supports and strengthens our knowledge transfer activity within the country. Having one organisation means that we can look across the country um, and our job is to, is to worry about the system. Our job is to ensure that there is a unified approach to engagement between our universities and our institutes of technology with business. We're now in a, in a position where we can produce reports on what's happening within our system, which we haven't done before, and raise the visibility. And so last year we were able to produce the first survey of knowledge transfer activity within the country. And that maps uh, some of the information that Jane was talking about in terms of the autumn survey. Um, it maps activity. We begin to understand how we're performing and how we're performing nationally against other countries. And that's very important as you develop policy. But as Jane says, it's very important to develop the narrative that goes with that, to put that into the context of how meaningful it is for your own country. So we are not within Ireland concerned about revenue generation for universities. We are not overly concerned about royalty return from licensing. But what matters to us is the number of engagements with industry, the number of licenses that we execute, the number of collaboration agreements, because that way we feel it's important to stimulate innovation. So our mission in Knowledge Transfer Ireland is really to support that engagement with industry to get the ideas and the expertise out there for the benefit of the economy and society. I talked about taking a system-wide approach to make things uh, more predictable. Our job is also to help industry, to help companies understand how to access new technology, new intellectual property and expertise, because quite often industry does not understand where to go. And even in a small country like Ireland, companies will say, we don't know which university to go to. So we help make it a little easier by making available information in one place about the resources within all of the different universities and institutes. But we also explain how to engage and we provide some very practical resources such as standard agreements that companies might want to use so that they're not frightened or intimidated about how to work with universities. And as I've said, we, we report on the system. I'm going to tell you a little bit about funding into the system as well. But first, if I paint you the picture of what the ecosystem looks like for innovation in Ireland. I'm not going to talk in detail about each of these organisations. What I wanted to show here is that there is a very cohesive approach to funding research with industry and to fund commercialization. At the top, uh, we have some of the, the research funders in Ireland, those who fund research programs, those who fund directly into universities to, to support through a core grant. Our government agencies, um, such as our Economic Development Agency and our Foreign Direct Investment Agency, also will fund into universities and fund into industry to allow them 
to collaborate with our universities. We have several sorts of research organisation within Ireland. We have universities. We have small rural institutes of technology, which are less research intensive. And then we have a few specialist institutions, in particular um, areas that are important to us, such as food and agriculture or the marine. We now have KTI that sits at a nexus within this. And of course, we have industry. So there's all sorts of funding going on, but in a very joined up way. And the idea of that funding is really to take early stage ideas and move them a long way through the development pipeline so that for industry they're more attractive and to fund industry to help it engage with our universities and with our researchers. This is just a list of the kind of support that is available, the financial support that demonstrates that sort of full breadth, um, the escalator from early stage opportunities, the funding into, into companies to allow them to collaborate and allow them themselves to grow. It's a very integrated system. We also fund technology transfer offices within our universities and our institutes. We ran an initial six-year program called the Technology Transfer Strengthening Initiative. Um, we funded 10 technology transfer offices in our seven universities and in our larger institutes of, of technology. And that was about putting people in place and providing operational costs and building on a modest infrastructure that was already there. That fund was, was continued um, and we're in the process of a four-year fund at the moment. And we've looked at how we expand that fund to those smaller rural institutions that I spoke about. And we've done that by developing consortia where the larger funded TTOs in the first round of funding partner with some of the smaller institutions to share their expertise and to help them develop in this area. We monitored, because one must, and it's important, our first program. And what we were able to say was that licenses, options, and assignment agreements to industry increased sevenfold during that period of our funding. Spin-out company creation increased by 450%. There was a culture change within our universities, and our researchers became much more engaged in this process because there were people there who could help them. And we began to develop a skilled profession of technology transfer people within our institutions. And for the first time, because we were, we were providing funding, we were able to measure performance. This just gives you an idea of some of the outputs from 2013 that we were able to publish last year through our annual survey. And as I said, some of the questions that are asked on that map as closely as they can to other international surveys such as those by Autumn, ASTP, and in the UK there's a government survey uh, which is hugely important. So we can begin to benchmark. Within Ireland uh, we have produced national uh, policy and framework documents and in 2012 uh, the, the government published uh, the National IP Protocol. That describes a framework for how industry and our universities should work together and sets out some very core principles 
For example, it moved away from a position in which industry expected, because it worked with the university, to have joint ownership of all of the, the intellectual property that would arise from a program. And actually says, no, it will be licensed to you, but you won't have automatic ownership. And, and that protocol was developed very cleverly by a broad range of stakeholders from industry, technology transfer, universities, government departments, etc. And what that, what that policy also said was you need to create a centralised function to continue to take that forward. And KTI was brought into being. And one of our responsibilities is to look after this national protocol. We're undertaking a review of it now that it's been um, out there as a living document for a couple of years. And we're going to make some changes to that to reflect how it's actually working in practice. I mentioned earlier on in terms of policy and guidance, um, information that we now have available particularly for companies. Um, and, and we have a, a whole suite of agreements that explain easily for companies how to work with universities and give them guidance notes. And that was mod modelled very much on the Praxis Unico model agreements in the UK, which were designed for technology transfer professionals. We've adapted those in the context of our own country in Ireland, and we've adapted those so that they are useful to industry primarily. We've developed a, a website again, which, which helps industry find its way through to understand more about what's going on within Ireland. So it's possible to search for all of the research that is going on in our country. It is possible to search for the, the experts, the research experts. And it's also possible to search for intellectual property and new technologies that are available. We still have a long way to go. But what I wanted to show to you today is that we're making a start, that we have a very joined up approach to doing this within our country, that it's not easy, and that it does require investment. Thank you.